you know the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k23 as always it's cold it's winter it's freezing i'm here i got a new bathrobe i'm here sat in a warm one with a hood because it's so cold <laughs> i'm just staying in my house and playing 2k you ain't gonna see me outside anymore you ain't gonna see me outside anymore. I'm just here, cozy. Uh, uh, you don't look like you, it looked like you have been inside for about 48 hours straight. That's what it looked like, Mo. I was just, I was just saying, BJ, I did, for the first time in my life, I slept. I usually sleep like three, four hours a night. Last night, I slept for 12 hours. How do you feel, buddy? I feel like I could do another 12 hours. Oh, I feel like hey. I'm I'm catching up, but but in the process of sleeping for 12 hours, I missed out on watching the Lakers throw away a 17 point lead and lose to the Indians. Well, they didn't throw it away. I watched that game. So, I, wa- so I watched that game. Feel me, because I'm I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm gonna catch up on it. But what did I miss, BJ? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you what you missed. One, you missed a really good game, mm-hmm. regardless of who you were rooting for. You missed a really good game. The NBA. It's a game of runs, and every team is going to make a run. The -hmm. Lakers in particular, Russell Westbrook played terrific. AD, the whole team, they really did a really nice job, the Lakers. And it was really fun to watch the game because it was a very competitive game. And you got to give this young Indiana team credit. They just hung around. You know, it was like a heavyweight fight. This guy has a good round, fifth or sixth round, and all of a sudden in the seventh, in the seventh round, when you least expect it, boom, a haymaker mm. come. And now you're like, oh, I'm in a fight. Yeah. Because the Lakers were, everything was going well for the Lakers. They were playing well on the defensive end. Russell mm-hmm. was like bringing the energy. LeBron, AD, Reeves. I mean, they really played like, but give the Indiana Pacers credit. They just hung around. They just, they just hung around. They didn't, they were down 16, 17 points. And then they would come down and make a three. And, and, and that's what happened. And then all of a sudden, a couple misses here and there, and a three here and there. And all of a sudden, that 17-point lead after three or four baskets was like a six-point lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like, it was like, you know, and all of a sudden, and it wasn't like the Lakers just you know gave it away indiana came back and won that game and i don't know if you saw the last play or not terrific find by halliburton i mean terrific find it literally went down to like 0.2 seconds before the kid made the shot yeah i saw that i saw that it was just a it was a it was a really good game and this indiana pacers team i kind of like how they play yeah they're young they play with a lot of energy and, you know, Rick Carlisle, this rendition of Rick Carlisle, I kind of like. Like, he has them playing a, a nice brand of basketball. And they're not bad, Mo. Mo, I know everyone thinks they're going to be. they up there in the Mo, standings. this team is not bad. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mo, this team is not bad. Like, you know, they have a really nice team. And they got, like, big bodies. You know, those are, like, big bodies over there. Mm-hmm. So, I, I got to give them credit. They just kind of hung around, made a shot. And that's what the three-point shot will do in today's game. It'll allow you to play with a large deficit, provided you got to make them. And they just did a really good job. And 
Look, the, the, the total arena was silent. Because when I tell you he made it at the end, he made it at the end. And, yes, and you just needed a moment. It's like, what just happened here? Yes, the defense. I watched that final possession. The Lakers defense. Good defensive possession by them too. The Lakers defense just got drawn in by Tyrese Halliburton, who made a fantastic pass. This is his third straight game with more than 10 assists and zero turnovers. Over the last three games, he's had 40 assists and zero turnovers for a young player. I don't think we've seen someone who can dish the rock and take care of it like that since Chris Paul coming into this league. Credit to the kid. They did a nice, yeah, yeah. You got to give him. I mean, you got to give him credit. I mean, they really, really. Uh, this kid. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing his name Matherin. I hope I'm pronouncing yep. his game. His game Matherin. Okay, this kid is for real. He he's for he's for real now. Now, all right, it's done with. You know, he's a rookie and he's got to. No, this kid is for real, and he's doing these twenty point efforts coming off the bench. He said before he came and started playing in the league. He said, I don't think anybody is better than me. LeBron is going to have to show me that he's better than me. And so last night was the first matchup between the two. LeBron had 21-7-3. and three. But Matherin came off the bench with 23-8-1. and one. Now, I'm not saying that he's better than LeBron, but I'm just saying irrational levels of confidence will take you places because he's coming to this league with no well, fear whatsoever. Well, well you know... You know what I like about kids, some of these kids today, right, is, yes, it may be irrational, but that's what competition is all about. If you don't believe that, don't expect anyone else to believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. If and I goes, you don't and that, believe That's not just basketball. That's for any realm of the world. Okay. Now. That's what confidence is all about. If you don't play the game at that level of confidence, with that level of confidence, and if you don't believe you are the best player out there, it's a probably good idea you shouldn't be there. You know, Mm -hmm. you just should just say, okay, that's not for you. This is a dysfunctional league, Mo, as you know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh-huh. And the way he's playing right now, uh-huh. hey, 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 he has no reason to have that level of confidence, but he does. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be okay. And watching him, he competes. Mo, he competes. Now, it's going to be fun to see how good he can become. But I got to give this Indiana team credit. I They really, that was a really nice win. They're 12 and 8 right now. On the road. Yeah, I mean, think about East. That. I, I'm telling you, Mo. I I I like this team. I mean, they 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 play they play hard, and you know, I I I really like how Carlisle is coaching this this group. Like, it fits probably his personality. A lot of times, you have to you know get a team that fits your personality. But it's one thing that's very obvious to me in today's game, Mo. It's very obvious to me. Mm-hmm. When you have a point guard who can play downhill mm-hmm. and value the ball, and you just mentioned Chris Paul, and I thought about it, I was like, okay, in today's game, that's probably the most essential quality to have right now. You're a primary ball handler, takes care of the ball, distributes the basketball, and can play downhill. Well, this kid, Halliburton now, has shown that he can do that on a consistent basis. 24, 14, okay. and 7 last night. He's playing at an okay. all-star level. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now you have that going into the game. Suddenly now as a coach, you go, I can run my offense. Mm -hmm. I can play the game screen roll. I can get the ball to my shooters. I can distribute the basketball. And one good pass always gets to another good pass. And this kid is a willing passer. So right now, they are really taking advantage of they're defending. They have a shot blocker in Miles Turner, which is a very that's, that's a highly coveted thing in today's game. Mm -hmm. And then your best one of your best players is, you know, the, the strength of his game is passing the basketball. So right now, Mo, I think this is a team that we probably and I say we the media has probably overlooked. But when you start looking at their roster. Halliburton is as good of a passer, especially in the regular season, from game to game. Mm -hmm. He's got nice size at the position. He can mm -hmm. play downhill and score. So check. Then you have nice wing athletes, in particular, this kid, Matherin. Right? Mm -hmm. He's and then all of a sudden you throw in a shot blocker with Miles Turner, and then you got a little spacing with Buddy Hill and these guys, and you start looking around going. They're not bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not bad, but it all, I think it all starts with Halliburton. As long as he continues to play like this, you're going to win your fair share of game. So I got to give him credit. He's been terrific and um, really, really nice job. Well done by the Indiana Pacers. No, that was a fantastic finish over there in that game. There's some other interesting games running, but one thing that's starting to annoy me is, you know, we're at a point in the NBA season where, we're not close enough to the trade deadline for people to be talking about trades. We're not close enough to but all we've got to talk about trades. <laughs> talking about things. So now people are just saying stuff for the sake of right. saying stuff. And it's starting to really annoy me. We mm. had a headline yesterday. Let me find mm. it because it really annoyed me. It really annoyed me. Right. While you're finding that, hey, by the way, Mm -hmm. You didn't watch this game. You want to watch another good game. The Phoenix Suns and the Sacramento Kings was a really good D book game. went off. Yeah. I, I've seen the highlights of that one. Yeah. I watched yeah. the Celtics. Really game. want to watch a good life. The Celtics putting up 120 in three cores. Kelly Oubre trying to do Kelly Oubre trying to talk trash down 28. Okay, cool. Uh, but but this quote here, BJ. <laughs> NBA analyst suggests an Anthony Davis for Robert Williams trade. Ask yourself a second question. Will Anthony Davis remain healthy the rest of the year? You know the answer to that. This is the time. Buy low, sell high. This really broke my brain because NBA analyst doesn't understand how the salary cap works. Robert Williams is on... I would like to put this statement out there. Robert Williams may be on the best contract in basketball right now. Have you seen his contract? You can you can argue you can argue that it's he, great value. Yeah, you can argue that it's great value for the Boston Celtics. He he makes argue. ten million this year, eleven next year, twelve the year after, and thirteen the year after for arguably mm -hmm. argue the best shot blocker in the league. Anthony Davis, on the other hand, is making a max contract, so he's up to near forty million. So that trade would not work. Second of all. In what realm of the world do you think that the Celtics would want to break up the team that went to the finals, the team that's currently got the best record in the league and is waiting on Rob Williams to return, to so going get Anthony Davis, who, as this NBA analyst themselves suggested, is always injured. 
Why would the Boston Celtics want to go and do that? Well, I, I can tell you this. If I'm the Celtics and that, let's just say, let's just play this game, right? Just for the sake of playing this game. If that was available, you you are the Celtics. You have to take a look at it. Why? This is a league of talent. And one of your bigs, Al Horford, is aging right in front of us. Mm -hmm. He's aging right in front. You're going to have to figure out with Al, like all terrific aging players, how to get him through the regular season. Mm -hmm. That's a big up because if you don't get through the regular season, there is no postseason. Do I think during the postseason that Al can rest and from game to game, you'll have two or three days off in between, or at the very best, you'll play every other day. You're sitting in the city. You don't have to travel. That's an advantage for Al and a professional. However, during the regular season, that's the big question. That's the big if. Mm -hmm. Now, so at some point here, sooner rather than later, the Celtics are going to have to address that. They're going to have to address that. Now, however they decide to address it for the Celtics. In looking at this now, they're able to play and win and play at a very high level. And Al Horford, for the, you know, he's been, he's missed a few games. And Robert Williams hasn't played all year. Mm -hmm. At some point in this, in your game, high risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. that's, it. that's how this game works. Now, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. But you better always look at talent, <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. That's what you always got to look at the talent. Now, I'm not saying you do it because I'm not preppy to all of the things that you need to do to make a trade like this. However, however, if you're going to win in this league and you can add a talent like Anthony Davis with those two players that you have in particular, I mean, Marcus Smart has to be in there now too. Pretty good, Mo. <laughs> it, it is pretty good, but then that's very good. That's to pretty be good. an analyst of the NBA, you have to account for all factors, including the salary. So, if you were going to trade, you then have to include well, another well, player along with Rob Williams. So, you'd have to give up a Brogdon or another player who's been fantastic. And you talk in about in order to get something, you got to give up something. Yep, you got yep. you, you, you have to do it. You, you have to do it. Al Horford, Al Horford's yeah. replacement is in the building. Grant Williams is Which already is. there, and they've slid him into the starting lineup. He's been playing well, fantastic well, basketball. He's shooting 43% from behind the arc on over four. Rob Williams. You said no, Rob Grant Williams. Williams. Grant Williams. Oh, Grant Williams. Well, he's proven that he can do it in the playoffs. He's proven to be a great defender as well in the playoffs. Versatile. Could switch when other teams run screen roll. He's proven that he's available, unlike Mr. Anthony Davis. He's been, this season, uh, 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 showing uh, uh, that he here, can score and create his own shot. I don't think that okay, it would make any hard. sense for the Celtics to go out and acquire Mr. Disney Bubble, Mr. AKA Street Clothes, okay. Anthony Davis. Well, that's great. However, I am I am definitely from the school of I have to look at talent. I there's no way that talent is coming on my desk and I'm dismissing it. You, you got to look at it. You have to look at it seriously because this young man He's talented. He's talented enough. You, he's he is talented enough. And if you could put him on the floor with those guys, 
<laughs> well, it's like I, the, I, the I, other I, thing that annoyed me this week. The Lakers okay. put out a quote saying, we're just a couple guys away from contending. Which I thought, how is this a news headline? Any team in the world is a couple of guys away from contending. BJ, me and you could start a pickup team and be a couple of guys away from contending if those guys were Giannis well, and Prime Shaq and Prime Wilt Chamberlain. That's not a news well, headline. I, 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 I'm going to say this about the Lakers. This has been a long road for them. Okay? This, go, this goes back to last year. And to watch them over a, let's say, just the last five games, to be competitive and to be able to trust that they have a rotation now, for them to be able to accept their roles, right? I mean, think mm -hmm. about this. Anthony Davis has settled in at the five, playing at a he's playing at a you know a high level. He's playing at a very high level. LeBron James has come back from injury, and you know he's shown flashes. Whatever he gives at his age, hey, we'll take it. And the biggest role that is is Russell 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 Westbrook coming off the bench he's really providing them really good energy mm -hmm. off the bench and there you could see Reeves and all the other guys are settling in so they kind of have an identity they give you they give you maximum effort you know I want to give a shout out to coach Ham coach Ham I mean this hasn't been easy mm -hmm. right this hasn't he's given them an identity you know think about it we're starting to say we're expecting the Lakers to like win games. Mm -hmm. They're getting 18, 20 points off the bench. Their, their young guys are developing right in front of us. I mean, they're, they're playing. Schroeder has really come in and done a nice job since he returned back from injury. So I, I got to give the Lakers credit. Now, are they feeling good about themselves as is? When you compare it to last year, they should. They really should. So when I see consistency, when I see consistency, this is when I start to say, okay, okay. Do they feel, because this is the Laker, this is Laker Nation. The Lakers feel right now, if you added Miles Turner and Buddy Hill to this group, hmm. as is, th th that's how they feel. Because that's the one thing I will say about the Lakers and the Celtics in particular. Those organizations, there's... Winning champion, getting to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Western Conference Finals. Or the NBA Finals. Yeah. You got to win the thing. Mm -hmm. So I will give the Laker Nation that. I'll give them that. As as wild as it may seem, it's always, how do we win the championship out here? And mm -hmm. that I do respect. Mo, Mo, it's not like, hey, man, we just want to get to the playoffs. They're like, no. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> nah. Getting to the playoffs would be a start for the Lakers. I mean, that would yeah, be a well, start well, for the we, Lakers. Well, it, yeah, but 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 if they just got to the playoffs, no one is like singing their praise. You might say, okay, great. The true NBA fan. But Laker Nation, it's all about rings, baby. Hey, that's all that's <laughs> all they talk about around here. That's all about rings. So, that's right. They claim the rings it. from Minneapolis, too. Um, another headline, yeah. seeing as I'm on a rant of headlines that annoyed me this week. Fred Van Fleet said that he would turn down acquiring Kevin Durant if it meant trading Scotty Barnes. This is not a new story. In what well, in what world do people expect Fred Van Fleet to come out and say, "Yes, I would love to trade our young franchise star for Kevin Durant"? He's not going to say it. He's not going to say it. That's not a headline. Is there any world 
that a player is going to come out and say, oh, I would happily trade this guy for Kevin Durant. I don't think anyone would say that, except for maybe Kevin Durant himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that when you support your teammates. And, yeah. You know, very well done by by Fred. You know, Freddie, Freddie is one of my favorites. So very well done. Very well, you know, that that that, that has to... That goes well. That goes a long way in the locker room with your guys, mm-hmm. and we all know Kevin Durant is, you know, one of the great scorers, one of the greatest scorers of all time. I don't, regardless of position, he's just a terrific, terrific player. And yeah, I mean, as a player, you say that, but if that were the case, you got to look at it. <laughs> you got to look at it. I'm not saying you do it, but you got to you got to look at it. You got to look at it. I mean, I mean, let's. Yeah, look at it. Maybe in the end you decide to stand pat, but you got to look at it, though. I mean, they were looking at it all, all summer long. Um, a coup came as well last night. The Philadelphia 76ers, Embiid came back with a monster performance for the win over the Hawks. The yeah, Hawks. Yeah, you, yeah. Not so much trash talk when they're not playing against the young Houston Rockets. There's not, there wasn't a lot. Of, I didn't see I'm a telling lot you of this. Talking. I'm telling you this. You know, you know, you know I, I, I kind of looked at that game. Okay, so I, I I am I am I am convinced of this now with Philly. Mm-hmm. They're better by subtraction. Do you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I, I I want to state the master of the obvious. They're better by subtraction. <laughs> I mean, you know, most people are looking to add. They're like, okay, who's not playing? We feel who's not playing tonight. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, it's like as long as their have... star players aren't playing, if they... one of them plays, they're fine. Yeah, what if all three of them play? <laughs> yeah, they're like no, they're like they're the only team that probably won't let all their three stars play. You know, their big three can't play together. You know what it reminds um, me of? It's having too much choice. It's having too much. You ever be in a restaurant and there's like three mains that you really want to order and you just can't make up your mind which one you want to get, right? So I was in a restaurant over the weekend, really nice uh, restaurant with some of my friends. And uh, went to this restaurant and I could not decide what I wanted to order for a main. And you know, when you, you make your order, right? Mm-hmm. I ordered a ribeye steak and, mm-hmm. I, and I was happy with it. But then as soon as I told it to the waitress and she's gone off to go and prepare the order, I'm thinking I should have ordered this. I should have ordered that. But luckily for me, she comes back and says, actually, we, you can't have the steak. And I said, okay, cool. I'll have the ribs. And then she said, you can't have the ribs. And I said, okay, cool. I'll have the lamb cutlets or whatever the hell it was. I was very happy with that choice through the process of elimination because it's the only one remaining available. And I had a great meal, not wondering what would have happened if I had ordered something else. That's the analogy that I have for this team. When one of those three guys is there, you know the game plan. Everyone's going to play their role. And that's our superstar. When you have the three superstars all there together, it's kind of a little bit, uh, but is it a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit? Of this? Is, is it going to be Harden taking a step back? Is it going to be Embiid? Now he has to go on to the perimeter to give Maxi some space to operate on the inside. Like, it might just be too much choice. Maybe they're better with two stars rather than three. Maybe that might be the case. I'm telling you, they're, 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 I'm telling you, watching them, you, you can just see it. Like, you know, you know, I'm fond of Doc Rivers. 
As yes, we, we well know. The listeners to this show yeah, yeah, know, you know very well. Yeah, the, the listeners <laughs> yeah. know that, right? Everyone knows. Okay, I'm really fond of Doc. He's a terrific coach. And he knows the following. You got to defend. You know, you secure that rebound, and then you play it a certain way. And then you can absorb one guy who is an outstanding offensive player as long as you got the other four guys who are committed to that. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you put all three of them on the floor together, you can't, you can't play in this league. Okay. Where you have two guys who are not committed to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't play. You Okay. So, we all know when we play against the Philadelphia 76ers, most teams are going to attack them how? They're going to put the big fella in screen roll. We know that. But this is not a secret. Mm-hmm. Joel knows it. Mm-hmm. And when Joel wants to do it, just like we saw it with Shaq, like we all knew, Shaq knew that every team in the league was saying, let's put the big fella in screen roll. Jokic is another. We know what the other teams are going to do. <laughs> Bring the big fella out, force him to come out, and sometimes the bigs they they do it, or sometimes they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Joel does it because he can do it. He, he's he could be a fantastic defender in the screen jo- role. Joel, however, is a, uh, yeah. However, if I'm the opposition coach. It doesn't matter if he's a fantastic defender because what I want to do is take his energy so that he doesn't have the same energy on the other side of the floor as well. And, that's exactly. and even if he plays great defense, I want to get him in foul trouble as well because the more I can run actions at him, the higher the percentage chances that he does pick up a foul. By his own admission, he, did, he didn't come to camp in shape, in the greatest of shape. Okay. By his own admission, right? Okay. So now I know that my... Perhaps my best player, okay, is in position and not in great shape. So that's that's one. And then my other player, this is no secret, that James Harden, maybe his not his strongest suit is playing defense. Understatement again. <laughs> okay. And he can't just play, you know, just lead guards. He's got to play shooting guard, you know, plays shooting guards or wing players. Mm -hmm. So we know that they have two gaps in their defensive schemes, no matter what. It's very hard to play in this league where you can't match up with one guy. That's, that's hard to do. That's hard to overcome. Now you got two. And what does everyone run in the league? They run screen roll and they run Mm -hmm. isolation. (laughs) Okay. Yep. That is the compromise with this team. However, when you take that away, just those two things, you take that away, they may not be as talented as those other players on the offensive end for sure. But because you can stop other people, you can keep yourself in the game. And if you make a few shots, you might have a chance to win the game. Mm -hmm. And this is what's going on now. Mo, my solution to this has been, and I'm going to say this for the last time, Tyrese Maxey is the player that has to be the best player in the regular season. Why? Because they got to play at a pace. 
I, I, want to how, I want to know how many times the listeners have heard this exact same sentence over the well, course of this. Well, 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 we keep coming back to these same things, and it's, it's like it's either it's Luka Doncic needs to commit to playing defense and move the ball, or Tyrese Maxey has to be the best player. It's so simple. I'm, I'm really excited to watch Luka. Speaking of Luka Doncic, I'm really excited to see this game tonight against the Golden State Warriors. Reason being, against the Golden State Warriors tonight, okay. rematch of the tonight conference finals. Yeah, well, by the time this show would have come I'm out, it really would have been excited. done. But yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to watch this because one, the Warriors are playing much better on the defensive end. I want to see how they're going to attack Luka. Two, I want to see the adjustments that the Dallas Mavericks are going to make on the offensive end because they know they've what lost four or five in a row now. Mm-hmm. And I think this is one of those games in the regular season where you have a sense of urgency, where you can measure yourself. The Warriors are still one of the best teams in the league. Yep. And I think... This is a measuring game for the Dallas Mavericks because the Dallas Mavericks need to win this game. Make no doubt about it. If they lose this game, this could be one of those games where you go, okay, we can't play. This would be the fifth loss in a row. The best players. Yeah, we can't play with those guys. And then all of a sudden management starts thinking, well, what's going on this year? Mm -hmm. We don't think we can do it. So I think tonight's game will have a different energy during the regular season. And I think the Warriors want to win this game because – they played against them last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay, you kind of want to, you don't want to give any. The Warriors haven't had the best start to the season either. It's a good measuring no, game. That's for them. what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I'm looking for them. I'm looking for both of these teams to bring the energy to the game. I certainly, I know the coaches will feel this way. I think Steve Kerr wants to like see if his, let's see if my team can take it up a notch during the regular season. Do they still have that? Mm-hmm. Or are they just kind of trying to coast through the regular season? Because, you know, that when you win a championship, it takes you a little more time to get back into it. I mean, that's just that's just yeah. natural. And, and and Coach Kern understands that. I think this team understands it. But I'm beginning to have a sense with the Warriors that they're beginning to ramp it back up. Yeah, definitely. And play, and play at, a, at a much higher level than what they did at the start of the season. Now, by the time the show comes out, you guys will know the results of that game. But BJ, the, my favorite thing from last night, do you want to know what my favorite thing from last night was? Because I only watched the Celtics game. The Lakers lost. That was amazing. Luke Cornett. <laughs> well, first of all, Blake Griffin throwing down dunks in the year 2022 was amazing. But Luke Cornett for the Boston Celtics, the third string center, he threw down an alley-oop. And did you see his celebration after he threw down the alley-oop? Luke Cornett? Yes. I did not. He hit one of these. Do you know what one of these is, BJ? Oh, that's the Wu Tang that he did. No, 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 no. no. He hit a the (laughs) Stromile Swift (laughs) celebration. You know what I'm saying? Oh god, that's the Wu. That's the Wu. That's the Wu Tang. That's the Wu Tang, baby. That's the Wu. We've not spoken about. We've not spoken about the Celtics. But all I'm saying is, (laughs) they better start losing soon, otherwise we're gonna have to have a conversation. Because if they keep playing like this and Blake Griffin's throwing down dunks and Luke Cornett's throwing down dunks, Marcus Smart, so far this season, with 61 games remaining, has had more 10 assist games, games where he's had 10 assists, than he did in the entirety of last season. He's orchestrated his offense beautifully. Brogdon's coming in, playing great basketball. Derek White's doing his thing. Tatum's in the MVP conversation right up there with the best of them. Jalen Brown is going to be an all-star this season. He has to be. Taco Fall tweeted the other day, Remember Taco Fall, Boston Celtics legend. Do I Taco remember Fall. Taco Fall? Man, come on, yeah, Taco is. He said, "If Jalen's not an All Star, we're gonna riot." 
And um, you know, it's great times over in Boston. So we're not going to talk about them too much, but we are going to be back tomorrow with more NBA talk. And uh, make sure you guys don't go anywhere or miss the thing because it is coming up close to every team having played 25 games. I think we're at like the 20 mark right now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We we need to we need to go through. We need to go through what's going on. That's and, PJ's and measuring by way, stick. By so we're gonna way, have to have a look. Yes, that's my measuring stick. By the way, uh-huh. I want to shout out to my guy Bol Bol. Did you see Bol yes, Bol last week? Yes, I did. Oh. The first thing I see on my phone when I wake up is BJ saying oh. <laughs> I've been hey, hey. I'm in heaven right now watching Bol Bol. I mean, Man. this is that pull up three, crazy. Oh gosh! Come on, come on! I, I all I keep all I kept thinking was next year I'm going to get Bobo versus Victor Wimbenyama, and you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm waiting for. You know what? What's the countdown to that? What's the countdown to the first game of next year? Man. Because I need that. <laughs> I need that's what I need. I I need that in my life. I need that. So shout out to Bobo. Keep doing your thing. We love you here on the Hoop Genius Podcast. We're going to try to get him on the show. You can come on our show. And I, I got to get, no, we ain't got to try. He needs to come on our show. Let's make it happen. I got to get Bo Bola. Let's, let's yeah, make yeah. it happen. Bo, let's, Bo. let's do it. Hey, hey, listeners, let's make sure we all tweet out, get Bo Bola on the show. He's got to come on the show. Let's let's do it. Everybody, yeah. everybody, I need to see you on the timeline. Tweet Bo Bola. <laughs> And let him know he needs to come on our show. No, because it's love here for Bobo. It's 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 so I I I love I love I I love you know what he's redefining the dunk for me. He doesn't even dunk it; he just throws it in the hoop. He don't even need need to jump. I love it. I I love the I love the guy. I I absolutely love him. You know the mission. Tweet Bobo. Let him know where he needs to be, which show he needs to come on. Make sure while you're listening to this show, you subscribed, you've uh, left a review. And if you want to join the conversation in more detail, join the Discord. The link is in the description of this show. We'll be back tomorrow. And until then, you know the vibes. Get buckets.